Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horneman, AKA the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone and health related in order to empower, educate and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. What is insulin resistance exactly? And how do you know whether you have it? And then what do you do about it? Let's talk about that today because I say it so much. You hear me say insulin resistance over and over again. And the truth is, if you have hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, you most likely have insulin resistance. I see it in 99% of my thyroid patients. Why? Because the thyroid is at the top. What do we always say? Thyroid's at the top. That is controlling everything. That's controlling your insulin. That is controlling all of your sex hormones. That has an impact on your cortisol and your adrenals. We know the thyroid is the master gland. So when that is off, we're naturally going to see a dysregulation in your insulin and in your blood sugar control. And then, of course, in your hormones and cortisol and adrenals. But we're talking insulin today. Are you finally at your wit's end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back, you're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. I say insulin resistance so much, and I still get questions on it. So I wanted to do just a brief, quickie training so you can just absorb this, digest it, and implement Okay, insulin resistance, what is it? You're in a state of pre-diabetes. You haven't quite crossed that line over into full-blown diabetes, type 2 diabetes, where your pancreas is pushing out too much insulin. Yours could be, but we're really going to talk about how insulin can't get into the cell. In full-blown type 2 diabetes, you've moved into a place where your pancreas is pumping out large amounts of insulin in response to the food that you are eating or it's just flat out crapping the bed and shutting down and your pancreas can't even produce enough insulin in a full-blown type 2 diabetic state. That's where we move into an insulin-dependent diabetic state where you actually have to take insulin to help bring down your blood glucose levels because your pancreas has crapped the bed and isn't producing enough. Now, that could be you, and even if that is you, I am telling you, continue to listen because we can do something about it. I have one patient, you may have heard me talk about this before, I have one patient who was totally insulin-dependent diabetic. He came out of the hospital, he was in Florida at the time, gave me a call, 
came out of the hospital and he said, listen, I refuse to be on insulin the rest of my life. So we got to do something about this. And I'm like, all right, well, let's give it time. Let's, let's, let's do the implementation of lowering your carbohydrates and adding in the berberine. We'll talk about that in a second. And I thought it was going to take a while. His A1C was a 13.9. Now, let me just tell you, if you're writing things down, we want your A1C to be 4.8 to like a 5.1, maybe 5.2. Anything above that, you are going into that insulin resistance realm. Once you hit a six, you're diabetic. 13.9 is way diabetic. So he was a 13.9. We brought him all the way down to a 5.4, essentially bringing him out of that diabetic state, getting him off of insulin. And then we used a low-carb diet and berberine to hold him there and bring down his glucose numbers, which were in the 600s. We brought them down to the 200s. Now they are beautiful in the 80s and 90s and 100 or 120 post-prandial after a meal. That is insulin-dependent diabetic diabetes. We're talking about insulin resistance. That is where insulin is being secreted by the pancreas in response to the food that you eat. And every single one of our cells have a door on them for insulin. In an insulin-resistant person, that door is closed. So I want you to picture insulin being pumped out. And what it wants to do is take that glucose, your blood sugar, so you always hear blood sugar, Blood sugar and glucose are interchangeable. It wants to take that glucose and lower it by shuttling it into the cell along with nutrients. And this is how the cell gets energy. And this is how we get the insulin out of our system from floating around causing fat storage because insulin is the fat storage hormone. I always kind of compare it to Jekyll and Hyde. We need insulin for for life. So think of a type 1 diabetic or an insulin-dependent type 2 diabetic You can't live without insulin. If your pancreas is not producing it anymore, you're screwed. You have to take it. But we don't want you to take it because then you get too much. And it's this vicious cycle. Dr. Jason Fung talks about this a lot. He always says, why are we using insulin to get people to lose weight and treat their diabetes when insulin is going to make them fatter, which is going to make them more diabetic and more insulin resistant? So we give them more insulin, which makes them fatter which produces more insulin resistance, and it's just a vicious cycle. Why are we doing that? Let's avoid insulin. Let's keep you out of that. Now, if you're type 1 diabetic, I get it. You have to take it. But you can also take berberine, by the way, to lower the amount of insulin that you need from your insulin pump. We're talking type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance. You do not want excess insulin in your body. Excess equals fat storage. So one hand, needed for life. Other hand, fat storage hormone. It is literally storing everything as body fat when you are insulin resistant. Your doors are closed in your cell. The insulin cannot push the glucose and nutrients into the cell. Excess insulin is in your bloodstream. That is storing fat. So that's why we like to check an insulin level. So here's how you know whether or not you have insulin resistance. Number one, we can look at your glucose. That's on a comprehensive metabolic panel. That we want below an 86, fasted. Now, if, listen, it can go up to a 90 and glucose can lie. That's why we don't hang our hat on glucose. We cannot diagnose you as insulin resistant based on your glucose because glucose can lie. I have seen just yesterday, I was looking at blood work with a new patient 
her glucose was like 88. It was great. It was fine. Maybe it was like 92. I don't even know, but it was low. Perfect example. We looked at her insulin, 16.8. We want insulin below a six. And I don't care what the standard lab value range is. Do not say, but Dr. Amy, the range goes up to 20 and I'm not flagged and it's not red and I don't have an H next to it. Functionally, we want your insulin below a six. We want your A1C, again, hemoglobin A1C, HA1C. We want that between a 4.8, 5.1, maybe 5.2. If you don't have a weight problem and everything is, is kosher with your health and you're not in an inflamed state, you're not telling me that you're 20 pounds overweight, then I'll accept a 5.2. And if your insulin is below a 6, then I'll accept a 5.2. But we want that insulin below a 6. We want A1C between 4.8 and 5.1. That's what we look at to determine insulin resistance, not your glucose. We can peek at your glucose, just like I told her yesterday. Listen, if your glucose is coming in at like a 140, you're diabetic. But her A1C was a 6.1 and insulin was 16.8. So right there, you look at those two, you go, well, I really don't even care what your glucose is because you're insulin resistant. And actually, she's more diabetic. She is type 2 diabetic. But when I say that, I always say this, don't worry about it. We can reverse it. It's not a big deal. It's not like I'm giving you a cancer diagnosis. You're type 2 diabetic. But that can be reversed because we're catching it right now. And if I can reverse an insulin-dependent diabetic, I can reverse tiptoeing into the beginning stages of type 2 diabetes, just like we can reverse insulin resistance. So what do we use for that? You're looking at your blood work. You're going, oh, man, crap. Dr. Amy's right. Yep. I am insulin resistant. Now what? So this is where we add berberine. And on my Facebook group, so I have a private Facebook group. If you would like to join, we have the links in the show notes. It is Dr. Amy, the thyroid fixer. Love your mirror because my message is I want you to love what you see in your mirror every day, every single day, and we can get you there. In that group, it was really interesting. I had a, a non-patient. She's just a member of the group. And she posted just last week. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for the recommendation for berberine. I've been using it for about a month now and my cravings are gone. My glucose is better. I'm getting better readings and my insulin's gone down and my A1C is gorgeous now. And what a great testimonial. I love hearing that from people. She is using the Designs for Health Berberine Synergy that I always use. Now, coming soon, you will be able to get the blood sugar fixer. That is That will be my own supplement. I asked you guys, if you're in the group, I asked you for your recommendations on colors. You have input with me. Thank you so much on my private label supplement line that will be coming out. There's going to be, I know I'm diverting. I know there's going to be a killer thyroid supplement that is not even, I mean, you, uh, good luck finding it anywhere else. We got the proprietary formula. It's going to rock your world and change your life. But the other supplement that's coming out is blood sugar fixer. So there's going to be thyroid fixer, hormone fixer for my ladies with low testosterone, and blood sugar fixer. That blood sugar fixer is going to have the right amount of berberine and alpha lipoic acid. So those two together are just a powerful formula to lower your blood sugar. Now, some of you might already be on metformin. That's okay. You can add in berberine with your metformin for a one-two punch on your insulin and your A1C. Now, here's where glucose comes in. You're going, well, what about the glucose? I have a glucometer. I got a levels continuous glucose monitor, CGM. Okay, 
we want your blood sugar to not go above 120, 130 postprandial. So how do you test that? Let's say you have a glucometer, you have a keto mojo, you're lucky enough to have a continuous glucose monitor. You're measuring your blood sugar a half an hour after you eat. And then if you really want to get kind of geeky, you can go every 15 minutes after that for until the two-hour mark, or you can just go a half an hour. So let's say, I'll give you an example. You eat at one, you test at 1.30, then you test at two, then you test at 2.30, and you test at three. We want to see your blood sugar go up in response to the food that you eat, but we want to keep that below 120. Then at that two-hour mark, your glucose better be down in the 80s and 90s. If you are still hanging high, if your glucose is still 120 after two hours post-meal, that's a problem. That's insulin resistance. Now, you can also be insulin resistant and hypoglycemic at the same time, meaning you crash. So you spike high. Let's say you hit like 130 after a meal, and two hours later, you're down to 70 and you feel shaky, and you can't fast, you can't go more than two or three hours without food, or you get hangry, that is reactive hypoglycemia. And that is a problem as well, because your blood sugar is on a roller coaster. In the lows, you're literally going to be biologically craving food. It's your body telling you, hey, why don't you go hit the vending machine, get some sugar, get some carbs, because that's what's going to bring the blood sugar back up to normal fast. But in the highs, when you're on that peak of the roller coaster, that's where you're in fat storage mode. And I have seen this in my patients over and over again. If we plot their blood sugar in response to their food, we see that they start the day with that glass of orange juice and a bagel. Boom, high. 160, 170, drop down low. 10 a.m., they're bottomed out. Now they're craving. So they, it, it's, it's not a willpower thing, guys. It's not a willpower thing. It's a biological craving. It's your body saying, I don't want to be this low. Go eat something. Carbs and sugar. Okay, so we eat a piece of fruit, right? Because we're like, ah, maybe I'll just have a banana or an apple. Another spike. Now we're up 125. Now we drop down low again. So now it's lunch. So we go for the sandwich and a bag of chips. And we spike high again. And then we drop down low. And now it's at 2 p.m. The vending machine is calling. So you go get your Hershey's bar and you spike high again. Then you drop down low. Then it's dinner time. You get home, you're making dinner. You're picking at the pretzels and you're taking a bite of your kids' cookies and you're making dinner. And then, of course, you got to make some rice on the side, right? Spike high, drop down low. Now you're waking up at night. Now either you're having a snack before bed, you're having your bowl of popcorn, or a couple cookies, Christmas cookies, bowl of ice cream. And then you're like, well, why am I waking up at 2 and 3 a.m.? I know, I know, because you just spiked your blood sugar before bed and you're crashing in the middle of the night. And that's your body saying again, hey, hello, you're too low. Why don't you wake up and go to the fridge? Now, many of you will avoid that temptation in the middle of the night. Some of you won't. Some of you will go and you'll eat in the middle of the night. That is a huge blood sugar issue that is insulin resistance because you're going too high and dropping too low. Berberine comes in and makes that roller coaster a wave-like pattern, just nice and up and down and up and down and never too high and never too low. 
and you just feel like you're coasting and you're in control and you're staying balanced. That is the beauty of berberine. So that's what I use with my insulin resistant patients that 99% of hypothyroid patients have insulin resistance. So 99% of you listening to this need to incorporate berberine into your life to lower that insulin resistance. You need to look at your labs from a functional perspective. Use those optimal lab ranges that I just told you, not the standard lab value ranges. Don't look to see whether you have an H or an L and don't look to see if it's red. You go by the functional ranges that I just gave you. If you want to get geeky, go ahead and get a glucometer or a keto mojo or CGM levels. If you want to send me a CGM for Christmas, I'm totally open to it. I really want to use it. I've been hesitant because I don't want to know that like dark chocolate spikes my insulin, but a CGM will tell you, taking your glucose will tell you if that food that you ate, number one, it'll tell you if you have insulin resistance because if you're spiking too high, not good. Number two, if you are in control, if you're like, well, I've been following you for a while and I've been incorporating in the berberine and my insulin is a five and my A1C is a five, 4.9, and I'm good. But when I wear the CGM, all of a sudden, and this is a real story, I eat stevia and by God, it goes up to 150. What the hell? So that is feedback. That's beautiful, beautiful feedback that we're getting from your body that's saying that particular food that you just ate is not good for you. Not good for you. Not not necessarily not good for everybody. It's not good for you because it's spiking your glucose too high. So that gives immediate feedback. So look at the numbers, look at the lab values, get a glucometer, take your blood sugar half hour after each meal for two hours, monitor that, listen to your body. If you're carving, if you're craving carbs and sugar, if you can't fast, if you can't go more than two or three hours, then you have insulin resistance. If you have trouble losing weight, but yet your thyroid is optimized, look to the insulin. That is one of the biggest contributors to weight gain or inability to lose weight, people walking around with insulin. And what do I always say about insulin? I'll say it again. If you've heard me before, the fastest way to age is to keep your insulin high. You keep that insulin level high, you're going to age faster. You're going to get Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's. We know that Alzheimer's is type 3 diabetes, meaning it's correlated with high insulin levels. You will wrinkle faster. And we also know that cancer cells really like sugar. So what do you think it means if you're walking around with a high insulin level? You have constant high blood sugar glucose in your body, and that is literally feeding the cancer cells. Keep your insulin low. Get out of that insulin resistance state. It will change your life and change your body. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast. And if you want to find out more about working together, you can click the link below in the show notes to book a discovery call. And there you'll be talking to a member of my team. They are an extension of me. They are amazing. And you and I will talk after that once we get you all signed up and you and I get to work together. All right. I hope to see you soon.